All right. Hello, everyone. Welcome to my first episode of Cultivate. I'm Anna Schmidt, um, the latest host taking over for Pete Loganbill. Um, I am a junior here at K-State, majoring in journalism and mass communications. And today I have with me Tell Whitmer, um, current student body president. So, Tell, uh, you can introduce yourself, your awesome. your major in your hometown and stuff. There we go, yeah. So, my name is Tell Whitmer. I'm a senior, wow, time flies, studying secondary education with an emphasis in social studies. So, uh, my degree covers high school and middle school education. Um, I'm from Holton, Kansas, so it's just a small town north of Topeka, um, about about an hour east of Manhattan. So um, it's a nice little drive through the Flint Hills to get here. Mm-hmm. But nice. yeah, I don't know a little yeah. bit a little bit about me. Yeah. I you know my I come up from a long lineage of teachers and educators. So my grandparents both taught me. My grandpa was a high school or a middle or a elementary school principal and music teacher. My grandmother was a uh, preschool teacher and taught me and my mom taught middle school English still teaches today and my dad was a business teacher before becoming my principal so um, always grew up saying I'm never going to do that and they're like yeah you don't want to and I was like or I found myself in college and I'm like what else am I going to do so mm-hmm. uh, education has been a major uh, part of my life growing up um, what is it about education that kind of reeled you in yeah well again I you know, I come from a family teacher, so I grew up watching mm-hmm. my parents going to going to school with my parents either during the school year in the summers to, uh, you know, while they're organizing their classrooms or uh, while my dad went up to his office to get work done. I, I some of my some of my like fondest childhood memories were attending sport game or sporting events and activities with my dad on the road. Yeah, he'd travel with with teams and things. Um, both of them, my dad coached football when I was really little, and um, and then my mom coach volleyball so I was always you know traveling around the state and and kind of seeing the impact that educators and coaches and um, advisors of different activities had on students so mm-hmm. never I never had a bad teacher you know that's a common a common thing in educator circles or like in teacher education you hear really bad teacher stories and, yeah and people always usually have maybe one or two teachers that um really made a difference in their lives and um so it's like it's like i want to be that person but also i never had a bad teacher all my teachers were that person so i was really blessed and lucky in holton i guess to Mm -hmm. have have those people and to learn from those people do you think that has to do with being from a small town and being connected to the people around you yeah i think so and i i've done a lot of thinking about that because yeah you know that's that's the stereotype of small towns is that everyone's in your business or mm-hmm. in each other's business. And um, the the positive, the really positive side of small communities is that, and so yeah, Holton, to put in perspective, is about uh, 3,500 people. Um, the really positive side of, of communities is that you do have, I mean, and historically, especially in America, you have you're all invested in each other and you're yep. invested in raising your kids together and, yep. and you're in, whether that's in your church or your community, all your voluntary organizations, everyone's invested in each other. Mm-hmm. So I definitely see that. And so when I do go back home and see my family, um, that's kind of like the, um, yeah, opening um, things that I notice. So. Yeah. I went to a 
Catholic school. I'm I'm from Wichita, mm-hmm. um, so not a small town, but definitely had a small community in West Wichita at Bishop Carroll. It's like a small yeah. town of its own. So I noticed that in my life too. I don't know really... I've had a couple teachers that I didn't like, mm-hmm. <laughs> but, you know, I overall agree with the sentiment that, like, it it made us all, like, less so in each other's business and more, like, holding each other accountable. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? So, that, yeah, I definitely, I mean, I definitely had teachers that were much better than others, but yeah. I always knew, they were, they were always, like, my teachers, I always knew they cared for me right. and wanted what was they best for trying. me. They were trying. Yeah. And so, yeah, from that standpoint, I... I always I had I never had a bad teacher so mm-hmm. yeah found myself started off my first semester in college as an ag econ major agricultural economics and realized that was too many graphs for me and mm-hmm. so I I found my calling in education and so that's yeah. yeah again just been a big part of my life as a college student since yeah and then you were a senator for mm-hmm. the college how did you're you a like senator that? now right I actually you had drop? to drop my senator oh. seat <laughs> just this. This podcast, writing for the Collegian, uh, writing for Manhattan. I have leadership sure. on both. So yeah, I I spend about ninety nine percent of my time doing things that aren't related to my schoolwork, which is not same. Good. So <laughs> my schoolwork is like last on my priority list. Don't yeah. tell my teachers, but you know, it's like you you do the things first that you enjoy doing, mm-hmm. and I enjoy doing stuff for the Collegian. I enjoy, I don't know, writing and doing stuff for Manhattan and being around friends or communicating with friends and so yeah i yeah. spend a lot of my time on on journalism stuff and not <laughs> yeah but i did yeah so my so i guess how i got involved in sga mm-hmm. i my freshman year um that thing that like i got involved in got my foot in the door on campus and to, and and uh, uh to get acquainted with with organizations was sga so i became yeah. an intern through their intern program and um um, that's where I met some of my closest friends today through that. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, the, that spring I ran my first election as a senator for the College of Education. And the College of Education is small. It's one of right. the smallest colleges on campus. So there's only three seats. And uh, it might have been two seats at the time. I can't yeah. remember. But um, uh, was beat. I lost. I lost my first election and really? uh, was kind of crushed. I barely lost, too. I lost by, like... Like I don't know, maybe four or five votes, really, or, yeah, ten vote max, and Dang. Um, but it ended up things just worked out. Um, Paige Garrity was was the center. She's she was an education major that I, I we actually worked together one summer through orientation programs. But um, she she came up to me one SGA meeting after the election and said, "Well, tell I'm student teaching next spring anyways, so I'll, I'll just give you the seat." And she she relieved her her position, and I, that was in the fall. Uh-huh. Or, so that well, that would have been that would have been right after the election. So she, she, oh, she just won, okay. and uh, so yeah, I guess the new term was starting that spring, mm-hmm. for, and and she said uh, she she was dropping out. So I I was the next guy on the list and bumped up and um, had a great year. And then yeah, the next year ran for senate again. Mm-hmm. Um, and you were you did you chair a committee? So I chaired the on campus allocations committee last year. Did you like it? Um, I did. It was I think at the time it was a little bit of a a struggle because I did, I was just had a lot on my plate. Yeah. I felt like, but that's, that's part of managing your time. So mm-hmm. yeah, it was a great experience and, uh, never, never anticipated running for student body president. Yeah. I, yeah, never, never thought I would. Things just kind of fell into place and, 
um, kind of had some encouragement from some people and um, thought I might be able to do some good. So, mm-hmm. so yeah, let's talk about let's talk about student body president. How has it how has it been in comparison to how you thought it would be? Yeah, I'm sure there's been a, a lot of a ton of changes. I mean, Senate is completely mm-hmm. done online. Am I when I was on Senate Ops, it was all online. You know, yeah. it's taken a lot of turns, just like everything else. Yeah. Hmm. I don't think there's anything that I was not prepared for or wasn't anticipating. I think when, yeah, I guess when the pandemic hit, mm-hmm. it freaked me out, like I think most people, but yeah. I never... I wanted, I wanted to make sure like my my low never got too too low, and I kind of just felt like, yeah, you know, this is life. Yeah. Sometimes sometimes pandemics happen, I guess, in the course mm-hmm. of history. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I just it's a positive way of looking. Yeah, at it. Yeah, we've done a really good job of adapting, and yeah. um, with every with every technology, whether that's like a chair or a computer, you're going to have things that make it harder on you. Email is a great example. So, like, I actually hate email. It's like ninety percent of my job uh-huh. is responding to emails. But um, uh-huh. so yeah, that's just an example. Like with every technology, you're gonna it's gonna make life easier or things easier because that's what it's designed to do. Right. Um, like Zoom, for example. So that's what we run our student government meetings on and things. And um, but it's also it also has consequences and thing new challenges that emerge. And so there are some. Um, but yeah, overall, it's been a pretty positive transition and. Um, there's not, I mean, yeah, there's just like, there's so much opportunity to improve your own growth and leadership experience, whether mm-hmm. you're, um, you know, we, I presented to the intern program last night about the executive yeah. branch. So it's like, um, that's a hard process cause you do have a hybrid model. You have interns in person that are learning about student government and you have, um, students online that are learning. And so you're trying to reach those two. And so there's so much opportunity to, um, learn how to manage manage people and your own leadership and and to do things during yeah. during all this stuff that's going on. Yeah. Have you had any certain like notable personal challenges that have come up maybe outside of your position? Um I I know especially during like the the strict lockdown March, April, May was a difficult time for a lot of people like just mm-hmm. keeping their head above water and and not getting alone and depressed and whatever or or since then you know it's been disappointing to come back to campus and still not have things back to normal is there a specific time or challenge that you've kind of gone through or overcame or are currently overcoming hmm that was a ton of questions yeah no that's good (laughs) um Right now, specifically, things have really picked up. Like, uh, just had yeah. just had my first two tests in my in in one class, and a week, or yeah, like so I had a t- test one week in this class, and the week after I had another test. Was mm-hmm. not prepared for that. Just kind of hit me by storm. And so, like yeah. I mentioned, it feels like I I do about ninety nine percent of work that's unrelated to class time. I spend about one percent doing doing my classwork and I only feel I, I feel like I only do that on the weekend. So yep. like, I have I'm about fifty fifty split 
I have like two online classes and three um, in-person hybrid mm-hmm. classes, but they're all taught by the same teacher and they're education related. And so they're kind of like one major class that meets three different times. And um, anyway, so so I do a lot of that online work on the weekends, but then my week is just full of uh, student yeah. government responsibilities yeah. and meetings. meetings. And, and um, so, and I'm trying to, right now especially, I'm just trying to figure out where to fit in my social life or, or mm-hmm. that those mm-hmm. moments for relationships and and meaning with people. So I'm a big caller. I I never thought I'd like, you know, be the kind of guy that, that would call my friends, but I call my friends frequently and talk to them like just to just yeah. over the phone to Yeah. Um kinda it, it's kinda therapeutic I guess yep. for me to yep. process my thoughts and right. talk. Remind yourself that you're not constantly going through everything by yourself yeah yeah so yeah especially right now i guess that to answer your question it's just like try still management managing your time that's something mm-hmm. i don't think anyone ever stops yep. trying to, to yep. figure out so um yeah just and in a new way mm-hmm. yep yeah i i agree that's that's where i'm at i feel like i kind of got flooded with stuff at the beginning of the year and pushed aside social things. yeah i guess that's yeah so on that note I mentioned this in a meeting with some university um, faculty and administrators yesterday. Like, um, because we have your go at your own pace online courses and yep. your hybrid in person courses. F- for me, who you know, I I'm, I'm relatively organized, but I I want the structure of going to class at a specific right. time and and having due dates that are uh, you know reminded to you yeah and that are that are um, you know relatively the same week to week mm-hmm. and so yeah figuring that figuring that you know those waters out and and trying to manage both those online yeah. go at your pace courses and then um, those in person classes have been a real struggle and it's I a think, weird mixture yeah I think there's probably a pretty good uh, population of students who feel the same way so yeah. i think yeah tr- i'm trying not to get burnt out on everything right now so yes. that's that's where i'm at yes i feel so when things return to normal which i know that's kind of a weird way of putting it because i don't know yeah. if i think things will ever just return to normal it'll probably be a slow road to normal but maybe once they're completely we've completely arrived what are you looking forward to doing well, there's a lot already that we can do, but yeah, is there anything mm-hmm. specific hmm. that you've been missing? I don't, I don't think so. I, so I, I uh, worked in Washington D.C. this summer, mm-hmm. and again, kind of was thrust into or was, uh, yeah, thrown into um, the pandemic in early May or late May is when I started working out there, and and. Uh, very different than Kansas, so right, like a yep. lot, a lot stricter on on policies yep. and things, and so I, I think I figured out pretty early on how to how to like continue to find those things that that you would normally do, like like exercising. Exercising is a big part of like maintaining my mental health mm-hmm, and and, mm-hmm. and um, things for me. So um, yeah, figuring things like that out that I can do or. or socializing with people obviously like throughout the summer things started opening up gradually and you got to um you know see your friends more and more and so uh, i guess i was just drawing on that experience to say um 
I think I figured out quickly how to sort of manage that that pretty well. And so I don't know if there's anything. Yeah. Yeah. I You're feel, not like, I feel like I've, I've adapted pretty well. Um, yeah. Yeah. Sounds like I it. don't know. I'm a pretty boring person. I read a lot. <laughs> I, Didn't know if you had a big like event or concert you got canceled or no something. no did yeah. you um no i didn't for me it was just school yeah. that was the big thing that i was like disappointed about but. yeah i guess so yeah it was very you know i i i wanted to go i so i interned for a congressman and, and senator um for oh, half yeah. half of the summer and, and the other half and um, what were that your, was, their names so i interned for congressman roger marshall who covers the first district of Kansas? It's uh-huh. nearly two thirds of the state, Western Kansas, for the most part, and mm-hmm. and then uh, Senator Jerry Moran. So I split split my summer with with cool. uh, those two internships. Worked out again. Just got really lucky and and uh, had a great experience uh, being there. Very different. Again, just very different experience um, with all all the guidelines and and things we had to follow in the office that were abnormal. And so. Um, yeah. So on that note, yeah, I was very looking for, you know, that was a goal of mine for most of my college was that I wanted to go out there and, mm-hmm. and to, to intern for a congressman or a senator or, and, um, yeah, got lucky, did that. But, uh, you know, I'm a history education major. I love history and all the museums were closed. So right. that's something, you know, maybe in the future those will open up. So, and yeah. I could nerd True. out a little bit and <laughs> enjoy that. Yeah. Um, but yeah, it was it was a cool experience. So was interning for them kind of just a personal interest or was it geared to like hone in on your your like history skills, political science yeah. skills, maybe for teaching or yeah. why did you? Want I think that? it's both. Um, yeah. I so I grew up always loving, loving the study of government and mm-hmm. and politics and history mm-hmm. you know um and so yeah kind of was just a goal of mine to get out there and experience that and and it it was it was a very valuable experience to see how um things operated on the inside and yeah. within you know behind the behind closed doors and and you know with the with these these um politicians staff these legislators staff and and just kind of see that dynamic so yeah definitely i mean definitely i hope i can draw on my experience as a teacher and mm-hmm. relate those skills but yeah no i'm not a political junkie I have very little patience for politics especially today yep but uh yep. yeah it was definitely a learning experience cool yeah it's interesting to intern in that capacity for someone who isn't super into mm-hmm. becoming a pol- politician or yeah. politics, but yeah, sounds cool. So, um, let's see what else, um, with your work so far, um, as student body president, is there, what's it been like working with Lane? I know yeah, you guys were, I, I listened to your previous episode and I heard you talking about him. So I thought I'd see how that's awesome. going. <laughs> yeah, it's really well. We, I think we're, we're kind of polar opposites, right? Yep. And, um, very different personalities. I'm, I'm kind of, my strengths are in analyzing things and, and, you know, I'm kind of like, uh, calculating is not a good word, but, <laughs> um, very, very just kind of, 
uh, yeah, uh, an analytical thinker, and and Lane is much much more relational and and warm, and yeah. and so we, we balance each other out a lot. Yeah, and it's a good combo. And we, yeah, so like we, when we were or when I was kind of thinking about running, things just kind of fell together, and mm-hmm. we, you know, we were connected and realized we both wanted to run together and could do some good, could really make a difference in in students' lives and. Um, but yeah, I, you know, didn't didn't know Lane as well as I do now because we we were uh, we worked together throughout our summer orientation programs and you know mm. so knew each other relatively well. Um, but we, we've grown a lot closer since that time and um, yeah, just I think I think the fact that we we are so different and and balance each other out and provide kind of those those areas that each of us might lack in. Um, we right. we make a really good team. So yeah. it's it's been yeah, it's been a phenomenal um time so far. Cool. What has been your your favorite part about the job? Maybe something that you feel like you get to do now that you didn't get to do as a senator or as a mm-hmm. committee chair? Is there anything unique or new about the position? Yeah, well there's a lot. Right. Um, <laughs> I, I think I'm, you know, I think I ran because I, I want to give, you know, whatever, whatever talents I have or, or whatever things I can to, to make a difference. And, mm-hmm. um, was there any part of you that ran because it's a really cool thing to say that you're student body president? Yeah. So I guess thank you. Thanks for putting me on track. I, I wanted to get to, I, you know, I, I want to have a purpose and I want uh-huh. to, like I said, I, w- I want to make a difference. And mm-hmm. that's why I believe in the power of education. And um, however I can do that, I want to maximize, you know, maximize whatever opportunities are in front of me to to, to do that and make that difference. So, mm-hmm. um, again, never, never thought about running, mm-hmm. um, but it, it is a unique opportunity to work with our administration, for example, which is something that... Um, we do a really good job of at K-State as compared to other universities, whether that's Big 12 or nationally. Uh, we have regular meetings with our president and with our provost and um, dean of students. And so, yeah, from that standpoint, that that's something that's really unique and, and um, has been very worthwhile because you're able, you're able to communicate. Yeah. And and represent students Uh and and so yeah i'm i'm really optimistic at this point because i i I, again like i have some of my own focuses and things that i would love to see some improvement on or some growth in on campus and and that's the way you do it is by you know bringing people together and working on those things yeah so was the progress of most of your um, platforms kind of halted by coronavirus, uh, I don't know, damage control, or have you been able to make progress? I know it's still pretty mm-hmm. early. Well, so that's the thing. It feels, like, it feels like we've been here forever to yeah. me. <laughs> yeah. It just, but I, I mean, we I haven't. It's, what has it, it, is it? Is it five weeks? Have we been here? Is this the sixth week? Or is that too far? Is that way too far? I was just doing a homework module and it said week five. That's right. Okay. So it is the fifth week. Or is that next week? 
Uh, this is the this fifth, fifth week. Yeah, we're finishing. I up think the that's fifth right. Week. That's right. So yeah, for gosh, it feels. It does. I think again, just like what we were talking about, if with everything you're trying, we're trying to manage yep. today as students. It feels like we've been here forever. But yeah, we've been really trying to get kind of those programs and things um, started. So right. yeah, COVID is definitely the pandemic's definitely. Um, impacted some things we would have liked to do. Mm-hmm. Um, we wanted to do a lot of outreach to students and organizations on campus. And right now it's, we're just looking at ways we can do that within the parameters we have now. So yeah, obviously we can't, can't um, get too, too involved and out, out in, into. There's a lot less. Places. ability to like promote your yeah i mean it's just whatever again so there's are. there's challenges but mm-hmm. there's also opportunities to find new ways to uh engage people and and uh get involved in that process yeah yeah cool well let's talk a little bit less about student body president mm. more about tell okay, the gosh. person so what do you do for fun yeah, I hate this question. People always ask I know, me, and then I say, me too. and I say things, and they they always give me a face of disappointment. <laughs> so, uh-huh. um, yeah, um, I mentioned um, I I really make an effort to exercise regularly mm-hmm. every day. Um, so that's why I am a big advocate for our recreational services. Yeah, and so yeah, if we're well, if we're making decisions related to student fees, I, I, I'm usually the voice that says, hold up there. Like, yeah, we need that. So, yeah. um, yeah, yeah, I work out a lot. Um, but again, because, um, because I, I value my mental health and mm-hmm. think it, it, it's a positive impact there. So I agree before this, we were talking about Joe Rogan Yeah, yeah. and that's a big, um, Joe Rogan is a podcaster for those listening and don't know, but that's a big influence I've gotten from him is that nobody really always enjoys working out but you always enjoy the reward the yeah Yeah. the I guess long-term benefits of a more peaceful existence (laughs) so yeah again like I mentioned my teachers I had a great uh you know uh a physical education program in high school and my teachers taught me how to lift weights. I, I, mm-hmm. I was a very unathletic high schooler or, or young student and uh, they kind of showed me how to, you know, develop myself. And, and again, I, I don't want to, don't want to sound like a jock or anything, but that's, that was a big, yeah big impact on like other areas of my life, especially in college is, is learning how to develop myself mentally or, yeah. or, you know, uh, physically. So yeah, that's, that's something that I think is really fun. And like, I think I've, ch- I think I've shifted a lot into thinking that really that, that like, working like out, yeah, like working out is something that I look forward to because really? yeah, maybe it is just the reward, but I, uh-huh. yeah, it's, yeah, it's an area I, I put a lot of time in, but, um, other than that, um, again, like I said, I'm trying to trying to spend a lot more time with my friends and uh-huh. and just um, uh, yeah, spend time with them. But um, I read a lot. I I try to. It, it it's gotten really hard lately. But um, summers summers and breaks are a great time for me to to nail out a few read. books on my list. Mm-hmm. So I have such a hard time reading just now with the temptation of. TV, YouTube, podcasts, like yeah. stuff like that, just hooks me, and I. Well, I guess that's a that's a good that's a good point. Podcasts have been a huge influence on my life. Mm-hmm. So, 
Who yeah. are your faves? Yeah, my favorites. I, I am a big Joe Rogan fan. Yeah. Um, um, I, I usually try to get some, some diverse perspectives. So, um, um, yeah, Ben Shapiro is one that I, I've, Mm-hmm. I've listened to quite a bit. Um, haven't haven't lately though. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. But it's more of a you know a right right leaning uh, commentary. Mm-hmm. Um, and then um, kind of some some I've I've gotten into a lot lot narrower selections that are like um, there's there's several uh, especially working in DC this summer there's several. Um, podcasts that I've discovered that were produced by um, think tanks or institutions mm-hmm. that that had more specific areas of focus, um, and then cool. yeah, Jordan Peterson, who's yeah. a, a yeah, Canadian psychologist, has mm-hmm. he's I, I probably listen to him more than anybody else, and he's he's had some health issues recently, so yeah. he hasn't been yeah. been too um, engaged lately, but. Um, I love Jordan Peterson. I always tell people you should listen to Jordan Peterson. And when you first listen, it's like he sounds kind of boring, yeah, you know. Yeah. And he speaks with such a good vocabulary, like such big words. It, like he he comes across as kind of intimidating, but I found his message to be pretty simple, actually. Yeah. You know. Yeah. So I, but I. That's kind of one of my side passions is learning about psychology yeah. or yeah. evolutionary psychology, mm-hmm. um, which is has been an emerging field. And um, that's um, or anyways. Yeah. So I, I do try to I, I try to get a lot of um, diversity of ideas and thoughts through podcasts like and yeah. Joe Rogan's a great example of that, whether he has uh, Bernie it's Sanders like on Miley Cyrus. Song. Yeah. Miley Cyrus or. <laughs> yeah. Or or someone like Ben Shapiro. So there's yep. I I it's definitely been a big impact on me and learning how to critically think and to yeah to see the value in other perspectives. So uh, yeah, very very uh, big advocate for podcasts. Yeah, me too. Me too. That's kind of why I'm here. <laughs> yeah, I started off listening to Ben Shapiro. Found him through. I don't even know. Random U- viral YouTube video, probably. And then I listened to his Joe Rogan episode. Yeah. And then I feel like I went from like the kind of narrow, like loving Ben Shapiro to then starting to listen to a ton of Joe Rogan. And he does have such a diverse yeah. set of people on that. Like my belief system has just shifted so much through that transition of listening to different mm-hmm. podcasts. It's crazy how much of an influence they can really have so yeah that's why i was excited to do this but we are kind of wrapping up on our time oh my gosh so yeah it's been fun but um let's see my final questions that i want to ask every guest um are or is i just have one question um what is your favorite thing about yourself oh gosh what, are you trying to make me as just narcissistic doing a little, as possible? Just doing a little like confidence booster for us to end our Friday. My favorite thing about myself. Yes. Like, you know, we don't talk enough about, or maybe not we don't talk enough, but we don't always talk about what we're proud of. Oh, gosh. So. No, I'm, I'm a pretty average person. I have. There's got to be. I think something. I have pretty average intelligence and pretty average leadership skills, but I, you know, I. I, I like to think of myself as a hard worker and mm-hmm. and uh, 
I'm, like I mentioned, I'm very, my, my strengths are in analyzing things. I'm not, I'm not a very outspoken person or, or commanding influencer, but, um, I think every decision I make is, is made with, um, the highest quality. So yeah, that's cool. I don't know. Yeah. That's that, a unique, that that's a unique characteristic. So cool. Well, um, thank you for coming on. Tell. Please have me on again. This is fun. 